you know, so the, the Gemara says that um, more darshan is based on a pasuk. It says zois taras ayla, zois taras achatas. So the Gemara says kol ha'isik b'tayras ayla is kilu hikrav If you learn the halachas of an ayla, it's as if you brought it. If you learn the halachas of achatas, has to be. There's a big shah on the achrayna whether that applies to other mitzvahs too, or is it only specific to kachin? Let's say a person uh, can't put on tefillin, whatever the thing is, they don't tefillin. So if you learn about tefillin, it's as if you put it on. So even if you hold that this concept of learning the halachas as if you did it applies to everywhere. Unless it's only true if you can't do the mitzvah, right? So we're learning about halachas tshuva right now. So I mean, you might think, okay, kolaisi b'taras tshuva is kilu asa tshuva. You know, it'd be nice like that. But, um, but lemaisa, the Rashash does write in uh, in uh, in Sanar. He writes that even though it might be true that by learning, uh, you know, the halachas of, of tefillin, and you can put on tefillin, it's, it doesn't pot to you, you have to actually still put it on. The Rashash is magdiri, he says that Torah is the neshama of every mitzvah. And so even if you, by, by learning the halachas of tefillin and then putting it on, like that's a yichar hashon, that's a complete unity. The body of, of that construct is the actual physical mitzvah of tefillin, and the soul of that construct is the learning of tefillin. So, as Hashem, we plan on doing tshuva, if we're not already doing tshuva, but learning about tshuva is certainly the neshama of that, uh, of that construct that's, whose body is the, is the mitzvah of tshuva. So, with that... If, if so we're going to have to get into that, right, this is tshuva gemura, such a thing. Then the Isaac Batira, yeah, no, that that's a that is a, that is a valid point, right? There are certain levels of tshuva that might not be up to us to do, like you said, and then the learning of that uh, certainly certainly accomplishes that. Okay, so with that in mind, let's begin to learn. So uh, tonight, uh, you know, again, we're going to be learning more of the general, general introduction to tshuva b'chlal in the writings of the Rambam. Um, so we'll be jumping around a little bit and say for mitzvahs, men and hilchas tshuva, different places. And from there, the Mebesh next week, uh, we'll go more kiseder throughout the Lush uh, and the Rambam himself. We'll begin like this. So tonight, the first question we have to answer tonight is what exactly is the mitzvah of tshuva? We know that, that uh, tshuva, according to almost all the Rishonim, is one of the 613. So we know that. The question is, what exactly, what, what type of tshuva is one of the 613? How do we halachically qualify the mitzvah of tshuva? Okay, so that's what we're going to be studying tonight in the sheet of the Rambam, at least in the Rambam. And then, I don't think we'll get to it tonight, but next week we'll see the panemius, um, of sort of the neshama of, of this sugya as it is in the, in, in the world of the Rambam, and it's a um, very, very big inyana. Okay, so let's begin like this. Just as an introduction, again, you do not have this in front of you. There is one theoretical source for the mitzvah of tshuva in Chumash, and the Rambam does not hold that this is the source. In Parshas Nitzavim, right? So after the Teicha of Kisavim and so on, so in Parshas Nitzavim, so the Torah says like this, When all these historical events take place, blessings, curses, and so on, and you take it to heart, so the Pasuk says, You should return to Hashem, you will return to Hashem, tshuva, v'shemata v'koylai, and so on and so forth. And the Pasuk continues, v'atatoshev, and you should, you should return, you will return, v'shemata v'kol Hashem, and you listen to the voice of Hashem. So this is tshuva. The Pasuk is describing Jewish people doing tshuva. And then the Pasuk says, and Yishinol says, Ma'isha, ki mitzvah hazais, this mitzvah, presumably that I just mentioned, is Ashranech Mitzav Chayon, Lay Neflesimcha, it's not wondrous, it's not so difficult, Lay Bashamayimi, Bechul. So, reading the Parsha Kibshutai, the Ramban writes in Chumash over there that it would seem from here that there's a mitzvah to do tshuva. The Pasuk describes this, this phenomenon of tshuva that's going to be the end of time. And then the Pasuk says, Ki mitzvah, so this mitzvah is not so difficult to do, it's possible, Ki Karvelacha Dovermoid, what mitzvah? So this says the Ramban, it's talking about. What in the context is talking about tshuva? So this is the mitzvah tshuva. So that's how the Ramban. So again, everyone agrees that there's a mitzvah tshuva. What exactly is it? Says the Ramban, tshuva to do tshuva. A person doesn't have avera. You then have an obligation, as the mitzvah tshuva kicks in to do tshuva for that avera. Get mitzvah azayz. Now the Rambam disagrees with that. The Rambam, we'll see this eventually, hopefully, in Sefer Mitzvahs quotes these psukim, and the Rambam teaches that these psukim are not commandments. When it says v'shavta adashem it's not a command. 
the shav, uh, you know, uh, where, where, where the pasuk says va'atatoshav. These are not commandments. These are prophecies. It's telling the future that at some point the Baruch Hashem is promising us and and foretelling that we will do tshuva at some point. But this pasuk does not mean that there's a mitzvah tshuva. When the pasuk says kiyam mitzvah hazos, what does it mean? So Ramban, the, the, the Rambam with other Rishonim hold, Kiyam Mitzvah Zayis is not referring to the Mitzvah Tshuva, it's referring to Torah Bechlal, Yiddishkeit in general. Kiyam Mitzvah Zayis is not so difficult. But Tshuva, Tshuva says the Rambam, is a Mitzvah as we'll see, but it's not to do Tshuva. So what is the Mitzvah Tshuva? Okay, so we'll, we'll, let's know like this. You have the Sefer Mitzvah of the Rambam, yeah? So um, it, it's a Mitzvah Ayin Gimel, okay? There's three, there's just a little bit of introduction. There are three um, times, three places in the Rambam's writings where he reviews the 613. You have Sefer Mitzvahs, where he goes, again, you have the, 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 the principles, the 14 principles of what counts as a mitzvah, what's not. And then you have the Rambam, the 613, that's Sefer Mitzvahs. Over there he's a little bit lengthy. And then you have what's called the Minin HaKatzer. That's the Minin HaOrof, the lengthy version of the 613. Then you have the Minin HaKatzer, a short, condensed version, like a one line for each one. The Rambam wrote this shorter version as sort of an intro to Yad HaChazaka. And that's why in most Rambams it's printed, literally in the beginning of the intro, as an introduction to Yad HaChazaka, you have the listing of the 613, just like Mamish one-liners. That's the second place the Rambam listed the 613. And the third place the Rambam listed it is as a header before every particular topic in Yad HaZaka discussing the halachas of that mitzvah. So he puts a header as these are going to be the following mitzvahs we are discussing. And then he'll list very quickly, succinctly, the mitzvahs again. So you have three places. Again, the Sefer Mitzvahs, the, the, the Mini HaKatzer as an introduction to Yad HaZaka, and then throughout Yad HaZaka as headers before each particular parak or whatever the case may be. Okay, so those are the three places he talks about minutes of tshuva as well. So let's see each one, and uh, see if there's any differences. Okay, so Mitzvah Ayin Gimel, in the version that you have, is on page Nun Hey. okay? So it, it's long, we're not going to see the whole thing, but just a, a little bit. <clears throat> the Rambam says as follows, Mitzvah Ayin Gimel He, the 73rd Mitzvah is Shetzivana that we are commanded, Lehisvadais al Havainas v'achatoyim shechatanu l'fnei hakel. The Mitzvah says the Rambam of tshuva is not to do tshuva. Says the Rambam, the mitzvah, in, in terms of, of the 613, the mitzvah is that when you do tshuva, there's a mitzvah to confess your sin verbally. L'fnei hakel, in the presence of Hashem. That's the mitzvah. L'hezvadeis alavonis, to say vidoy, to be mitzvada, to confess the avera, v'achatoyim, shechatonu, that we've sinned, l'fnei hakel, before Hashem. V'leimar oisam imat tshuva, and when you're doing tshuva, to verbalize your confession, to confess the avera itself. And this confession that I'm talking about and the intention behind this is, is the following statement. If you want to you know, just sort of uh, you know, pin it down to a very simple sentence. That you say, on Hashem, please Hashem. In other words, that, again, the Ram, we'll see this in a second. The Ramam said that this vidoy has to be done before Hashem. How do you, how do you, uh, where do you go to do that? So the Ramam says you don't have to go anywhere, but you have to, in your verbal confession, make it clear that you're standing before Hashem. That's what the opening line is, on Hashem. Please Hashem. Uh, you, you acknowledge that He's standing in front of you, and now in that context of standing before Hashem, you say, chatasi avisi pashati, asisekach v'kach, that's vidoy. V'yarach ha'maymer, you could lengthen it, and so on. V'yivakesh ha'mechil you could ask forgiveness, but boiling it down to its basic <laughs> essence, it's confessing your Avera. With Yitzhakas HaShayna, again, the, the more you're able to articulate, the, the better. And that's the, that's the mitzvah. Veda, says the Rambam, Sha'afilu ha'chatim yishinu, Sha'afilu ha'chatoyim she'chayovin aleihem, Eilu ha'minim ha'karbonus, ha'nizkarem, Sha'amar yisparach shemoi she'yakrivim, v'nizkaperloi, even if a person is guilty of Averis, of those type that Hashem Yisparach told us that you have to bring a, kar- a karbon and you'll be forgiven, you should know that even bringing a carbon is not enough to fulfill the mitzvah tshuva properly. You need to confess, you need to verbally express the, your, your uh, you know, acknowledgement of the fact that you, made not, that you did not there. Now, where, okay, where is this coming from? Where's the Pasuk? Again, it's not Parshas Nitzavim. Parshas Nitzavim just talks about tshuva, it doesn't say any verbal confession. So, where is this idea coming from? And again, not only is a verbal confession a necessary component, that is the mitzvah according to Rabbah. Vuhu Amrei, this is a Pasuk in Parshas Nasai. Okay, Parshas Nasai is, is um, which I'm going to read to you outside, you don't have, again, the Ramam will quote it as well. The Pasuk says like this, 
Dabro Bnei Yisrael, the Ram calls Dabro Bnei Yisrael. You should, Hashem, Moshe said, Hashem told Moshe to speak to the Jewish people. Isha Yisha, man or woman, Kiyasa Mikolchata Sa'adam. If they do any uh, sins that a person can do, Limon Baal Bashem, to uh, rebel against Hashem, Ba'ashma Nefeshayi, and that soul is guilty of that sin. They should confess the aver that they committed. Says the Rambam, that's tshuva. That's the, that's, if you have to list tshuva as one of the 613, it's not really tshuva. It's that when you do tshuva, the verbal confession is the mitzvah. Okay? That's, what, uh, that's what the Rambam quotes. That's the sheet of the Rambam. Okay. Now, a little bit on the side. The fact that the Rambam holds that vidui, not only is it the mitzvah, but it has to be done lufnei Hashem. Where is that coming from? So the truth is like this, in the Gemara, the source of this, there's no Gemara that says that openly. In the Gemara, the Raman probably saw this from the fact that the Gemara in Yuma, when discussing Vidoy, makes the opening heading liner of Vidoy is on Hashem. And so the Raman said, like, why do you, well, on Hashem, why you, why you, just, just say, Chatasi Avisi, why do I have to talk to anyone? The fact that the Gemara says that that vidui should be said with the words on Hashem, the Ramam saw from that all. It must be that vidui has to be done, you have to be talking to it, you have to do it in the presence of Hashem. How do I make myself in the presence of God? In a certain sense, God is everywhere. So if I say on Hashem, as part of the vidui, that's establishing the vidui as being in the presence of Hashem. So in terms of the source in the Gemara, that's probably where it's from. But, but where is that coming from? Like, where, where is this idea coming from? So... If you skip a little bit, again, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but um, if you take a look at all the way at the bottom of the paragraph in the Sefer Mitzvah that we were on, so again, the bottom of page Nun Hay, um, take two, four, six, seven lines from the bottom, okay? Last word of the line is Hatsivoy, okay? So in the middle of the line, Uba'avur, you see that? Two, four, six, seven, yeah. Uba'avur, so now it says the Rambam, Uba'avur, now, since Now, since this pasuk that I'm quoting says the Rambam as the source, as, as the definition of mitzvah tshuva, which is the pasuk of vidui, since the context in Parshas Naso is imchiva carbon is when you're bringing a carbon, because again the Rambam doesn't quote the whole pasuk, but the next pasuk after that is the heishev sashom brosha. You have to bring a carbon asham. It's it's in the context of carbonus. So it says the Rambam like this: since the pasuk that I'm that I'm talking about is in the context of carbon, so So you might think, therefore, carbon. So you might think that maybe vidui is only necessary when you're bringing a carbon, but who says that it's true when you're doing tshuva for an avera that is unrelated to a carbon? So it says the Rambam, the Medjush therefore has to make this point clear, that even though the context of vidui in this pasig is carbonus, it's not connected to carbonus. This is what the Medjush says. You might say, you might think that vidui has to be done when you're bringing a carbon. How do you know that you're supposed to do vidui, that vidui is a mitzvah even when you're not bringing a carbon? So the Medrash says, because it says, the opening line is just general. Speak to the Jewish people and they should always say vidui. Fine. Medrash continues. But maybe vidui, fine, you're saying you don't need to be with a carbon. Fine. But maybe vidui is also only in Eretz Yisrael. How do I know that vidui applies, that this mitzvah vidui applies to a person living outside of Eretz Yisrael? So Tamalamr, the Medjish continues. It says also general, just say vidui on your Averis. And the Averis of your fathers. And the Medjish continues. And we find this by Daniel, that Daniel said, and that was outside of Eretz Yisrael. So it says the Rambam, you see from the Medjish clearly, everything we told you, that vidu is a mitzvah, and it applies to any aver that's done, bein ba'aretz, bein mechutz la'aretz, bein heavy carbon, bein loy heavy carbon, chayv lezvadetz. What in the world is the havamina that vidu should only be in Eretz Yisrael? I understand the havamina that it should be with a carbon, because that's the context of the Pasuk. But once you tell me that it's not with a carbon, what in the world is the Havamin only in Eretz Yisrael? Eretz Yisrael is about mitzvahs hatzliyas parts. Agricultural mitzvahs are related to Eretz Yisrael. What, why in the world? Yeah, but once you tell me. So fine, the first Havamin of the Medrash is, maybe it's only when you bring a carbon. Fine. Kamash once says the Medrash, the Pasuk says, broad statement, vidoy, fine, unrelated to a carbon. It says the Medrash, 
But even now that you're not that we know that it's not connected to a carbon, then maybe it should only be said in Eretz Yisrael. How do I know the mitzvah vidu applies even in Chutz Laaretz? So it says another point. It's that even that it, you know the, the pasuk says general. Even that should only be in Eretz. Uh, that that applies. The vidu applies in Chutz Laaretz too. What's the hava mean? It's not an agri- agricultural mitzvah. So I think, it's, I, I think the point is, is obvious, that the Medrash is, is clearly indicating this idea, is that vidui has to be done lifnei Hashem. Where is lifnei Hashem? So the greatest place of lifnei Hashem is in Beis HaMikdash when you bring a carbon. The Medrash says, so therefore I might think that it has to do when you bring a carbon. Not because it's necessarily like Hilchus Karbanas, but it's just in terms of, of gradations of lifnei Hashem. So says the Medrash, so I might think that the, vidui, the, the, the mitzvah of vidui has to be lifnei Hashem. Where is lifnei Hashem most pronounced? In Beis HaMikdash, when you bring a carbon, literally you're offering a carbon to God. So clearly you're in, you're in His presence. Kamash and not like that. Okay, fine. So you don't actually bring a carbon. But the, the next level of Havamina is, and maybe it can only be done in Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Eretz Yisrael is also lifnei Hashem. It's also the place of Malach. Eini Hashem Hashanah so therefore, there's a havamina that vidu could only be in Eretz Yisrael, kamash Mulan, even in chutzlarts. But even but when we say kamash Mulan, even in chutzlarts, it's still true that it has to be lefnei Hashem. But the kamash Mulan is it even in chutzlarts? It could be lefnei Hashem. Just verbally say on Hashem. So it's this medrash that's making this these uh, gradations of carbon and base amigdash chutzlarts uh, Eretz Yisrael. I'm sorry. Then chutzlarts, it, it's clearly coming from this nakuda. Vidu is not an agricultural mitzvah. So what's the Havamina, that it should only be in the borders of Eretz Yisrael? The answer is, what's unique to the borders of Eretz Yisrael is that that's a place on earth that's, that's the qualified as Lefnei Hashem. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. You know. Oh, exactly, it's the same context. So, why, why isn't that a simple Makarim? Once you tell me it's Vidu, well, we have a... a a, a, a precedent of Vidui the Torah, and it's Lutnei Hashem well the, well, the truth is, the actual Nusach of the Kain Gadol, the Vidui, it's, it's also on Hashem, that's not from Chomish. What it does say is Lutnei Hashem Tataru. It says that it is true that the kapo, you should become purified Lutnei Hashem. But where does it say ever clearly in Chomish that the Vidui should be Lutnei Hashem? Chazal have this tradition, and the Nusach of the Vidui the Kain Gadol, just like our Vidui, is also with the words on Hashem. The but the source of that is all going to be from this, that for somehow Chazal understood that Vidu has to be Lufnei Hashem. And the way we, and, where to, where, and we see this from, the, from this idea that even though it's true, in other words, even though it ends up being, mean, mean like, let, let's put it this way. If, it, if at the end of the day, Vidu is not connected to a carbon, then why would the Torah mix it with carbonus? Let there be one parsha that's called the Mitzvah Vidu, finished, you know, Samach, and then move on to the next parsha of carbonus. No, let's make the, the, the mitzvah vidui somehow mixed up in the context of karbanas, and we need to come on to another pasuk which talks about vidui more generally and say, no, 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 even though it might sound like it's karbanas, it's not. Why make it complicated? The answer is, that's the Hashem's way of saying vidui has to be lifni Hashem. And so, without, without Hashem Yisbaruch saying that, the Feirish, what he does is hint to it by mixing vidui in the context of karbanas, and then Chazal have to come with Tarsh Peh and sort of pull it out of Karbanas. But when you pull it out of Karbanas, it's still dripping with the with Lufnei Hashem of what Karbanas is about. And that's what the Ramam is talking about. Again, that's what the mitzvah vidui is. This vadu to say vidui Lufnei Hashem. Okay. So vidui. So that's a different type. It's it's called vidui, right? Vidui Maestros and so on. It's not a confession of guilt. That's an acknowledgement. In a certain sense, vidu just means that I'm acknowledging a truth. So vidu meister is acknowledging a positive truth, that I fulfilled all my obligations. Right? This is an acknowledgement of a different truth, that I, I neglected my obligations. But vidu really is a lotion of haida, of acknowledging emes. That's really what vidu means. And that's lefnei Hashem. Okay, this penis is chesamesh akash baruch Right? Truth, by its very definition, is dveikas. In other words, in halacha... You forced, you forced me into it, right? So <laughs> in halacha, what, what the, terse, the, the halacha, vidui has to be lefnei Hashem. In pnimius, vidui by its very definition is lefnei Hashem. Vidui is by its very definition lefnei Hashem because vidui means haida. Vidui means an acknowledgement of truth. As I said, it, in this context, it's acknowledging a failure. 
but Vidoy by Meiser, for example, in our parsha as well, in Parashas Kisavai, is acknowledging an accomplishment. That's also called Vidoy. And, and, and any time there's acknowledgement of tr- anything, there's emes is lofnei Emes is lofnei Hashem. There's premises, there's, well, there's deeper levels of this as well, that, you know, Vidoy is a lotion of Hoyt, right? Hoyt is Haidah, to acknowledge, to thank as well, but it's all about acknowledgement. The, the meat of Hoyt, this is, I'm not going to be able to explain this so much, but we know the meat of Hoyt was terribly, of all the spheres, it's the most terribly damaged one. The definition of the... the okay. Mm-hmm. It says in Pasuk, in, 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 in Megillus Eicha, Kol Hayom Deveh, the entire day is miserable. That's referring to Golos. Time of Golos is miserable. Deveh, misery, is the same letters as Hoyt. Hoyt is when, it, it, it's, 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 when, it, when it's damaged. It becomes Deveh. That's why, according to the Zarqa, the Shikor to Mekubalim, the fifth millennia, which corresponds to the fifth meet of Hoyt, right? Chesed, Vort, Teferis, Netzach, Hoyt, right? It's the fifth millennia. That was the dark ages of our people's history. Maybe not necessarily in Saris wise, but. Yeah, Hanukkah is Hoyt, it's a Gula, right? Exactly. It's without Shabbos, right? Right, exactly. So that fifth millennia, which is basically from Churm Bayesheni, until the discovery of the Zara Kaddish in the 1300s, that's the fifth, that's the Mamish, Kol Hayam Devet. And so the fact that Vidu, which is Hoid, has to be Lefnei Hashem, the, the, not only is the person doing this correcting their own personal, you know, destruction, but on a deeper level, they're also be Mesakin, their Chelek in the Kol Hayam Devet of Kal Yisrael, right? Our, all of Kal Yisrael, Golis is a, is a symptom of our collective Averis. And so when a person individually does tshuva, that's in a larger context, like the parashas and Savim is talking about, there's a larger context of tshuva that Klai Yisrael does. And just as an individual person's tshuva is correcting, is, um, is uh, rebuilding their, their kolayam daveh, so Klai Yisrael also has to correct their kolayam daveh. And the way to do that is to realign Hyde with Nehashem, to realign it with that larger collective, that larger... Uh, st- superstructure of the Sphere Sectation of Elikus. Okay, it's, it's, it's in Yonim, when a person does Vidu from Yashem. I wasn't planning on getting to the until next week, but anyway, that's, that's, that's Aleph. Fine. Now, the, so again, the, by the way, the next question we have to answer is, so, so there's no mitzvah to do tshuva? Like the Ram, again, let, let's take it the next step. Again, this is how the Ramam describes tshuva in Sefer Mitzvah's Ha'arach. In Sefer Mitzvah's again, you don't have this in front of you, but uh, in the Frankel Rambam, they put it on the bottom. The Rambam, just one line, and the Rambam says exactly what we saw in the lengthy version. The Rambam writes, the Mitzvah Ein Gimel is, L'svadus l'fnei Hashem, to say vidu before Hashem, Nikol chet adam, from all of errors that a person can possibly do. It's Mitzvah vidu. Okay. Take a look at... Does yeah. that mean that you have to go to yourself to tshuva, or...? So, <laughs> right, Measure Denver tells you that. Adarabah, the Parshish and Savim, is talking about Kalei Yisrael doing tshuva and chutzlar, and in that tzchus, being able to return to Eretz Yisrael. But vidu, it has to be with Hashem. It's interesting. Right. Okay. So we'll have to see about that. Take a look at, at uh, Hilchus Tshuva, the Rambam, okay? So, so far we have two out of the three, and they were both in sync, the mitzvah vidu. Take a look at Hilchus Tshuva. Let's, let's actually... Halacha Aleph, Okay. And the Rambam is going to tell us exactly what we saw so far. It says the Rambam, Kol mitzvah When it comes to all mitzvahs of the Torah, positive or negative. Im over adam If a person violated any of them, whether uh, you know on purpose or, or, or by accident, When the person does tshuva, the yashav michetai and returns and you know uh, and, you know does tshuva from his avera, chayiv l'svadus baruchu is now obligated to say vidoy b'lufnei Hashem. Okay, so it's right. The Ram is telling us what he holds, which is there is no mitzvah to do tshuva. If you do tshuva, or when you do tshuva, then there's a mitzvah of vidui, and that's the six thirteen. Shenemri quotes the pasuk we saw in Sefer Mitzvahs: "Isha yisha kiyas mikolchatas adam limal mal ba'ashem ba'ashma nefesh ahi v'zvadus etzchatos masher asu ze vidui dvarim." That's vidui uvidui ze mitzvahs asay. Okay. So the question the first you may ask is a number of questions. First of all, so 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 tshuva itself is voluntary. You don't have to do tshuva, like. Just when I do tshuva, like when I wear a four-corner garment, then I have to put on tzitzis. So when I do tshuva, I have to, I have to say vidoy. So I don't have, really have to do tshuva. It's difficult to say that. I mean, the Raman himself later on talks about the seris me tshuva, and he says, you don't do tshuva then, like, it's very bad. I don't have to do tshuva anyway. There's no mitzvah to it. 
So, okay, it's a well-known question with a well-known answer. The, the Meshachachma writes, it's not only Meshachachma, it's earlier Archonim that say this too, but it's, it's known as the Meshachachma's Vart. Meshachachma writes, he says that there doesn't have to be a mitzvah to do tshuva. It's self-understood and self-contained in every other mitzvah that if you violate it, you have to do tshuva. In other words, Hashem said keep Shabbos. So that means keep Shabbos. But it also means, obviously, that if you don't keep Shabbos, you better start keeping Shabbos. And to start keeping Shabbos means to regret not keeping Shabbos. And it means to be really remorseful for the fact that you didn't keep Shabbos. And it means to be mechazik yourself and say, you know what, I messed up once, but I'm going to restart, I'm going to start keeping Shabbos again. Everything we think of tshuva is really logical and all contained in the fact that the Baruch Shalom said, keep Shabbos. So automatically, in other words, let's explain like this. What is the purpose of tshuva? What really is the purpose of tshuva? So we think the purpose of tshuva is to get a kapar. That's not really the purpose of tshuva. The purpose of tshuva is to correct your future. That's the point of tshuva. It's not to fix the past. The, facts, the, the past is not really within our control to fix. God, hopefully, he'll take care of things for us. The, the, our, what's in our jurisdiction and our obligation, our responsibility is to correct ourselves, to correct our future. So, the, 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 therefore, if a person makes a mistake of the past, so it's very possible and likely that your mistakes of the past will now weigh you down going forward. So, shuva is a process that we have in order to correct one's, you know, one's present to make sure that the mistakes of the past don't carry over in the future. That's really what tshuva is. <clears throat> Therefore, that's what David Melch said, my sins are always in front of me. Why? For what purpose? Just to get me depressed. It's in order to make sure that I don't fall into those mistakes. Well, says the Meshach if that's what the, tshuva, the purpose of tshuva, I don't need a mitzvah for that. That's obvious. Every time the Torah says, keep Shabbos, it's telling you, this, this coming Shabbos, make sure to keep it. Well, if I have a back history of not keeping Shabbos, and I have to fix that, those problems, in order to make sure that this coming Shabbos is good. So I don't need a mitzvah of tshuva. I mean, it, it's self-explanatory within every single one of the 612. That within each one, there's a mitzvah to do tshuva on mistakes that you made in that particular mitzvah. So tshuva is not the chiddush. What is the chiddush? Vidui. Vidui is the chiddush because to, to, verb, to confess verbally your aver, that, that, that's not necessarily logically you know, needed in order to make sure I keep this coming Shabbos, to verbally acknowledge the fact that I messed up last Shabbos. So that's the mitzvah that the Rambam is mechadish to us. That there's a mitzvah of when you do tshuva, not that it's, you always have to do tshuva. Why? Because the Torah said keep Shabbos. So it means that you have to do tshuva on, on your on, on failed Shabbosim in the past. Just with that being said, now that you're doing tshuva, which you have to anyway, do vidu. Okay, so that's, what we, again, that's the Shia Rambam. Fine. The problem is like this. The header that the Rambam writes in, as the heading to Hilchas Tshuva is very different. Again, you have it in front of you in Hilchas Tshuva. The Rambam says, again, right top line, Hilchas Tshuva, right underneath. Mitzvah says, say achas. There's going to be one mitzvah that we're going to be discussing these halachas. The and what is the mitzvah of tshuva? The mitzvah of tshuva, which is a what? Sheyoshev hachaytei mechetel ufnei Hashem v'yizvada. That you have to do tshuva before Hashem and say vidu. Okay. Ubir mitzvah zuvi karm hanegoramima and this the, 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 you know this mitzvah and all the things that come along with it. The prokamela will be explained in these following prokam. Okay. So this is this is totally different. The Rambam over here is the heading for yichus tshuva. What he should have said is, mitzvah to say achas, there's one positive mitzvah, which is, sheyizvada, or when you do tshuva, to say vidui. All of a sudden over here, the Rambam is de- redefining for us that the mitzvah of 613 is what? Is to do tshuva l'fnei Hashem. Should be called vidui. right? <laughs> That's also true, right? Hilchus tshuva is, uh, is a little bit of a myth number, right? Okay, so it's like this. This question by itself maybe is not the most earth-shattering question, because you could listen, you could always say that the Rambam changed his mind. No, when he wrote the lengthy version of mitzvahs, he held vidui is the mitzvah. The shorter version also vidui. When he got to the heading of tshuva, he changed his mind. It happens. It's rare, but it does happen. But I think it makes it more difficult. Is that but that we we, we saw in, in the actual hilchas tshuva, he then goes back to how he described it in the earlier versions. So then you have to say that he changed his mind literally when he's writing the heading, and then when he finished the heading, he said, you know, actually I'm wrong. But instead, instead of taking the time to erase it, he kept it as is. Difficult. Difficult. Okay, that's one question. So this heading of the Rambam throws things off a little bit.
Again, this by itself is maybe not so crazy. What's also a little bit different, by the way, is not only the Rambam is telling us the myth of tshuva, he's saying that tshuva has to be also of Hashem. It's also chiddush, right? Until now we saw that vidu has to be of Hashem, and we had specific sources for it, because it said vidu in the context of Karbanas, the Medrash, and so on, Eretz Yisrael, Chutzlart. Over here in the heading of the Rambam, two changes. First of all, the mitzvah is tshuva, and tshuva has to be of Hashem. Don't say that. Vidu has to be of Hashem. Tshuva. Okay. So it is true, it is true. The Ram himself writes this. If a person is saying vidui and they don't really mean what they're saying, it's taivel v'sheretz biyade, it's nothing. But, the, but, if, but, but technically, if you want to qualify the mitzvah, it's not the tshuva. The, the, and the Ram himself does this in halacha aleph, right? The Ram says, when you do tshuva, the mitzvah is vidui. So, and and, and the, that's exactly how the Ram put it in Minim Tzakotzer. All of a sudden, by the heading, it changes. Okay. Fine, that's, 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 that's one question. Okay, another question. Now let's, let's and the, the second question we'll, we'll begin to answer. What exactly is the vidui? Vidui itself, what exactly is the nusach of vidui? In Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam told us that, that vidui in its most succinct form is conf- verbally confessing the sin that a person did. Again, lufni Hashem, so you say on Hashem, chatasi avisi peshati asisi kafakach, finish, that, that's, that's what vidui is. The Rambam said, if you're poetic and you want to <coughs> expand on that, that's also fine. But vidui is, in its most simple form, confessing the, obvi- the, the, the truth, which is of the person's sin. And that's not only in Sefer Mitzvahs, in Hilchus Tshuva as well. If you take a look at, uh, it was the third page I gave out, in, um, in Perak Beis and Hilchus Tshuva, Perak Beis Halachiches, okay? Perak Beis Halachiches, therefore the Rambam also tells us like, just succinctly. The vida that the Jewish people have a minig of saying, which is, right? Right? Says the Rambam, that is, that's the essence of vidui. In other words, what do we say when we say, no, we're confessing verbally the fact that we sinned. That, that's vidui. Okay. The problem is, is that other places in Hilchus Tshuva of the Rambam, the Rambam seems to hold that the, that vidui has to be much more expansive than that. Not only is it like when you're poetic and so on, like technically, vidui has to be more expansive. Take a look at um, the second parak in Hilchus Tshuva, parak Beis in Hilchus Tshuva, in parak Beis, Halacha Beis. The Raman says over here, Umaliyat Tshuva. Now what is Tshuva? Again, he's not talking about vidui in particular, but just the, the, the um, internal process of Tshuva. What is Tshuva? Who so says the Ram? Again, we're not going to go through all these details right now, but just to go through quick. Shiyaz, number one, to, to mentally let go of the Avera, to say, you're, you're done. I'm putting it to the side, I'm done with that, with that uh, action or whatever. Just delete it from your brain, like, done. And you make a real commitment in your heart, not to do it again. Shenemar, the Ram quotes a pasuk: Yazev Rasha Darkei. The Rasha has to let go of his derech, the Ishav and Machshavaisav, and the sinner from his way of thinking, and that's step one of tshuva. The Chen Yisnachem Ashaover says the Rambam. Another aspect of tshuva internally is to regret the past. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Ki Achrei Shuvi Nichamti. When I do tshuva Nichamti, I regret. So regret, charat is a part of it. After I admit, I you know, slap my thigh, and I, was like, I really feel bad about the past. It's a famous depressing line. To the point of where the one that knows all secrets can testify, you won't do it again. Again, we'll talk about that when we get there. Again, it quotes the Pasuk. Fine. Those are the parts of Tshuva. Again, and says, and now you have to verbally uh, conf- articulate with your lips. And to verbalize all these thoughts that you had in your mind. Now that's much more than just confessing the fact that you said. The Ram over here is defining vidui as what? As not just charot, as is mental, that's tshuva. And then there's vidui, which is step three, which is just confessing chatasi avisi peshati. The Ram is saying that vidui means a, verbal, verbalize, a verbalized tshuva. Instead of tshuva just being in the head, vidui means articulating your thoughts. And what are my thoughts? More than I sin. My thoughts are, I regret it, I'm not going to do it again, figuring out why I did it. Everything you're going on internally, mentally, with tshuva, says Rama, vidui means don't keep it mental, express it verbally. That's very different than everything we saw until now. 
I mean, you want, and it's Ramesh Shastira. The Rambam said, we saw in Paragimel, the Rambam said, what's Ikar Havidoi? Ashamna Baganu. Where in Ashamna Baganu are you having Harata and Aziva Sachet? In Ashamna Baganu, you're saying, you're, you're verbalizing, you're articulating, you're confessing your sin. Not more than that. Take a look at uh, Hilchas Tshuva again. The first halach in Hilchas Tshuva. So again, the Rambam over here said, we saw before, there's Mitzvah Vidoi. And now the Rambam says, Ketzad Mitzvadin. How should a person do Vidoi? So over here, the Rambam tells us the whole, the whole Megillah. The Rambam says, Oimer, you say the following thing, On Hashem, again, first you establish, you're before Hashem. You say, avisi pishati I sinned before you. Vasisi kach kach. Okay, and that should, that's it, that's Vidoi. The Rambam says, no, 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 that's not it. Ve'arei I regret what I did. I am embarrassed by my actions. I'm never going to do it again. That is the Ikar Vidoi. So I don't get it. This is the Ikar Vidoi. In Paragimel, the Ramah said, Asham Baganu is Ikar Vidoi. The same language, Ikar Vidoi. So which one is it? Is Vidoi just simply confessing one sin? Or is it mean to articulate the internal process of Juva? Okay. So the answer to all of this, I think, is in one line from Kiryas Sefer. There's a Sefer called Kiryas Sefer, written by the Mabit, one of the early Achreinim. And it's interesting, he wrote, it, 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 there's, there's legends to this, why his Sefer is not as popular as the Kesef Mishnah. Kesef Mishnah by the Beis Yosef also wrote a Pirish on the Rambam, quoting all the sources and so on. And the Mabit did that too, maybe not quoting uh, the sources. But uh, there's a lot of very important in Yonim, in, in the Sefer, in, in that Sefer, the Mabit Kera Sefer. When the, when, the, when the Mabit quotes that Rambam that we saw in the second paragraph, when the Rambam says, what is Tshuva? So he said, Charata, Zivisachet, and then he said, and what is Vidu? And Vidu means to articulate everything that you're going through in your head, right? So over there, the Mabit quotes the Rambam, you don't have this in front of you, the Mabit quotes the Rambam, and he says, and he quotes the language of the Rambam, you have to articulate with your with Bisfasav, and the Mabit says, Shenamar, a Pasuk to prove that Vidoi is a necessary component of Tshuva. What Pasuk would, we, would you quote if you're the Mabit? The same Pasuk we've been quoting until now, Parshas Nasser, right? That's, that's where Vidoi comes from. That's not what the Mabit quotes. Mabit says, Shenamar, how do you know you have to do Vidoi? Shenamar, Kuchui Machim, Devarim Veshuvu El Hashem. Kuchui Machim, Devarim Veshuvu El Hashem. That's a Pasuk. First of all, I, 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 in, in all the Ramams we saw, we never saw a Pasuk reference. Also, if you have to quote a Pasuk about Vidoi, why are you going to Pasuk in Novi, a Pasuk in Parshas Nasai? That's the mitzvah. What's clear that Mabit is telling us is that there's two different levels to the mitzvah of Tshuva altogether. Midar Raisa, let's go back. The Rambam say for mitzvah Ha'aruch and in Kotzer and Perak Alav and Halacha Alav Vilchas Tshuva is telling us what is the mitzvah of Tshuva from the Torah. The mitzvah from the Torah is everything we saw. The, pro, the mental process of tshuva, unnecessary to be a mitzvah. When the Torah says keep Shabbos, it's self-contained that you do tshuva if you don't keep Shabbos. What is the mitzvah that the Torah is b'mechadish does? Vidui. What does vidui mean? Vidui means asham It means to confess your sin, verbalize, verbally articulate the fact that you did something wrong, zel. That's midraisa. Comes the pasuk in Novi, kichuyimachim devarim, Maybe it's Tarabonon, maybe it's a din from the Nevi'im, unclear. But this Pasuk in Novi is coming to Mechadish to us in an entirely different relationship between Tshuva and Vidoy. Until now, from the Torah, what's the relationship between Tshuva and Vidoy? Separate. There's Tshuva, which is an internal process, which is not its own mitzvah. It's contained within every single one of the 612. And there's this own mitzvah called Vidoy. That's it. So there's, there's Harata, there's Azivis Achit, which is internal, and then there's Vida, confessing your sin. And that's the Pasuk in Parshas Nasai. Comes the Pasuk of Kuru Yomachim Devarim and says, no, 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 no. Vidoi on a Darabonan level or on a Nevi'im level is not a separate category, just step three of a process which begins in your head and ends up verbal. No, 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 no. Devarim means that Vidoi on a Darabonan level, again, on a Navi level, is redefined as... It, it redefines the mitzvah of tshuva. That tshuva is now redefined by vidui as being a verbal process. So instead of vidui just being a, a percentage of the process, which is articulating verbally the mistake, no, no, no. It redefines the process. That tshuva is redefined as as a as something that has to be. Ver, it's a it's a verbal expression. In other words, like. Again, and, and this is unique, because we have mitzvahs which are verbal. You have a mitzvah to say Kriyishma every day, right? But if you say Kriyishma, you don't have Kavana, right? You still Yaitse. 
That's pure verbal. And then you have mitzvahs which are purely mental. There's a mitzvah of believing in the oneness of Hashem. It's mental. You don't have to say it. It's mental. But now you have this funny hybrid, which is tshuva has to be mental. It has to be an internal process. But, but, it's incom- it, but it, has to come, it has to bubble over verbally. That's kichu imachim devarim v'shuvu al Hashem. Kichu imachim devarim, bring your words in your tshuva, is not saying do tshuva inside your head. It happens to be, there's a certain chelik of it that's called vidah. No, no, no. And that's what Mabit is saying. When the Rambam in, Hilchus, in the second parak of Tshuva says, and what is Tshuva? The mental process of Charot and Aziv Zachet, and you have to articulate all these things that you're thinking mentally, says the, says the Mabit, that is not from Parshas Nasseh. That's Gechui Machin Dvarm Hashem. So now let's take it all together. When the Rambam says, what is the Ikr Vidu? There's two Ikr Vidu. On a Daraisa level, Mamish Daraisa, what's the Ikr Vidoy? Shan Vagana finished. On a Darbana Navi Takana level, Kuchui Machindvarn, what's the Ikr Vidoy? Ashan Vaganu, and I regret it, and I'm embarrassed, and never gonna do it again. Because that's, that's exp- it's, it's a verbal expression of Chuva itself. It's two different dinam. Again, one's Daraisa, maybe one's Darbana, and it's hard to know exactly, Kuchui Machindvarn, maybe it's Navi again, like I said, but one's higher, one's more basic, and one's the next step. By the way, there's enough community to this. Um, one of the halachas of vidui is that the Ram also talks about this that vidui has to be done standing. You have to stand when you say vidui. It's by, by tachrin also. When you say Hashem you have to stand. So it would, it, it's most likely that that's only true for the deraisa level of vidui. Now, vidui as just a simple confession of the truth, that has to be done ba'amida. But vidui, when it's not seen as its own thing, it's just a packaging of the internal process of tshuva, that my internal process of tshuva is bubbling over externally. It's being expressed verbally. That doesn't have to be done by amida. You could, be done, you, could, you could do it in your bed. You could do that anywhere. In the shower, you, you, know, you, can, you, you do tshuva. That, that's a different Indian. Therefore, based on this, the, when the Ramam, the heading of the Ramam in Hilchus Tshuva, I don't think is a contradiction to the other places. The other places, the Ramam is telling you what the Mitzvah Tshuva is midaraisa. Midaraisa, vidui. And vidas of Hashem. The heading of Hilchas Tshuva, as you know, it says Hilchas Tshuva, what the Ram is, is hinting to is this new, this new mitzias of Tshuva as it's redefined by the Navi as Kuchui Machin And then what you know about Vidoy is now integrated in Tshuva itself. And then there's no longer the separate thing of like the internal process and the, and the external process. No, 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 it's all one. And if the external process of vidoy is a mitzvah and has to be done with Nei Hashem, it, it, it's, now, it's now all mixed together and the internal process is, is, is flowing externally. Vidoy is therefore not seen as its separate entity which, with its own gedar and with its own rules and regulations. No, no, no. That is now seen as the, as the external expression of what was going on inside. And if externally vidoy is described as lifnei Hashem, then that's just indicative of what was going on inside. And therefore the mitzvah is, not just vidoy, the mitzvah is, sheyashav achayd lifnei Hashem, that's what the mitzvah now is. That's not taking away from what the Ram said in other places. The Ram other places is talking about deraisa. The Ram over here is now talking about what this mitzvah, how this mitzvah is redefined in this way of the neviim of guchui machindvar. So these are the two different madregas. So the Ram is telling us is, is a chiddush, which is that Tshuva is neither a mental mitzvah nor, the, nor is it a verbal mitzvah. Again, you have mitzvahs which are mental, Yichra Hashem, Amunah, and so on, and they have verbal, davening, Krishna, whatever. This is a hybrid. This is, this is internal that's flowing over into external. That it's, 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 uh, and, and, and in a certain sense, you, you could almost think of it as, as if Tshuva is sort of evolving with time. By the times of the Chumash, what is Tshuva? Internal is in one place. And verbal is in a different place. And what is and the verbal version of tshuva is just vidui finished. That's ikr 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 vidui. That's ikr tshuva is shalom begad finished. But as you get to the neviim, there's sort of an unpackaging and a evolution of what tshuva is. That tshuva is no longer just internal and then with a verbal confession. No, no, it's it's this whole different dynamic. It's this whole different dynamic that the that the the, 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 the person is the bal tshuva is someone who everything he's thinking, he's articulating outside, and that, that redefines the entire process. So that's what we see in, uh, just push it in halacha. Um, again, in Pneumius, maybe we, we could touch on this now for a little bit, but as I said, maybe next week we'll talk about this more in Pneumius, but this idea 
of tshuva being something that's connected with sort of the realignment with the world of thought, with the world of speech. That's really what we're seeing right now. And, and, and it's, in its most basic form, uh, there's what you're thinking and, you're, and sort of the tail end of what you're thinking or the, you know, just the, the you know, the, um, the most basic, uh, you, you know, uh, um, not even, not, uh, building blocks of what my thought process was built on, which is the basic facts, that's what I'm articulating. But the full version of tshuva is much more than that. The full version of tshuva is not only the person being able to speak once again and being able to think once again, but the full version of tshuva is where one's thoughts and one's words are completely merged, where there's no separation between the world of thought and the world of, the world of speech. This is, in Primis Atara, this is very, very much connected with what tshuva is. Um, again, just to touch on it, and next week maybe we'll, we'll talk about this more at length, but the word tshuva itself, uh, according to the Svarak Daishim, the Rizal taught that the word tshuva, what, is, what does the word tshuva mean? To return. The word tshuva means tashuv hey. It means to return the hey, the last letter of Hashem's name, yud kevav kei, that by when a person sins, kivyachal, that final hey is what's damaged. It becomes separated from yud kevav. And tshuva is a process of returning the final hey back to yud kevav kei, making a complete shem Hashem. Now we know in, in, in the storm that final hey of Hashem's name is, is connected with, with speech. It's connected with the meat of malchus, kingship, Hashem being a king. Kingship means if there's a king, that means you have to listen to his commands. And when a person, chas v'shalom, does an avera, it means you're being, the person is being pagan, the person is damaging the meat of malchus, the kingship of Hashem. Or in other words, the final hey of Hashem's name. And the Zara Kaddish writes, Malchus Peh, Tarsh Bal Peh Karinala. That the Malchus, um, the, I talked about this last Shabbat, not this past Shabbat, the previous Shabbat, is that Malchus is always connected with the ability to speak. Bidvar Melech Shaltain, the king rules with his power of speech. Moshe Rabbein, the first king of the Jewish people, was nervous about being a king because he couldn't articulate himself. He, couldn't, he wasn't articulate in that way until he said Tyre, and then he was very articulate. But Moshe Rabbeinu is worried about Malch, him, his inability to be connected with Malchus because he can't speak. So the, in other words, so let's pull it all together. If tshuva means to return the final hey of Hashem's name, which is Malchus of Hashem, to return it back to its origin, to its connect to the other letters, Vilke Vavke, what that means, in other words, is to redeem speech from exile, right? Or to rebuild the world of speech. That's really what tshuva, in essence, means. And therefore, it only makes sense, and it's only fitting, that in halacha, you see this, that the halacha of tshuva is, in its, in its most fully developed version, tshuva is not only, not only a speech, a part of tshuva. It, it, it it's the defining factor of tshuva, is that your thoughts and speech are completely enmeshed to the point of where everything I think, I say. That's a full, that's a full unity between that final hey and the first three letters of Yud Vav. Yud Vav means the world of thought, and the final hey means the world of speech. If there's at any point a division, if there's, if there's even a conceptual division between the two, it means tshuva isn't full. But a full tshuva, Tashav hey, means that there is no, that you cannot separate between the world of thought and the world of action. Uh, again, there's a lot over here, but the world of, in, in the world of, thought is, is, is not so much damage usually. Because in our minds, we always want to be tzaddikim, right? In your mind, you plan it, you wake in the morning, you want to have a good day. What gets damaged throughout the day that you have to then do tshuva on? Practicality, right? Lemaisa, the lemaisa of life. Within the person, speech is your lemaisa, right? Thoughts is who you want to be, and speech is who you actually are. So what gets damaged with Averis is not necessarily your thoughts. Thoughts, everything's perfect. It's an action that things are damaged. And therefore, tshuva is, is, is not so much focused on on the, yes, you have to sort of begin things. You have to uh, recharge and, and reboot the system from your thoughts. But the tachlis is, is that speech has to be uplifted. Because speech means that part of you which is actually manifest. Right? The part of you that's actually out there. And that's the part that was damaged by others. It was never your thoughts. It was never internal anyway. The damage was always external. So that's the part that has to be refit. It has to be fixed. 
And so the greatest expression of that is that your, that your speech itself is so completely one with your thoughts that tshuva means that you're just, art- you're, you're just articulating everything you're thinking in tshuva. So that's what tshuva means. Again, this is just as a window of what the process of tshuva is. That's why tshuva is so connected with Rosh Hashanah Kippur, this whole uh, Indian, the time of malchus. Imru lefane malchias. Imru lefane zechranias. Bameh b'shoifer. It's all sound. It's all speech. And it's even... And that shoifer, which is interesting, that link... What links words with thoughts is pure sound, right? Pure sound that, that you know, when you have an idea, so there's not, it's just an idea. And then you have articulated words, but what bridges the two is the sound that emerges from the kishkas of a person, which then is broken down into particular words. And so the whole Indian of tshuva is to reconnect the world of speech with its origin point in the world of thought. Bameh v'shaifer. So shaifer, that's why shaifer is connected to tshuva. It's time to do tshuva is when you hear the sound of the shaifer. That shaifer is tshuva. Something like, when there's a shaifer, that, that is tshuva. Everyone asks the question, why is Rosh Hashanah a tshuva? What tshuva are you doing Rosh Hashanah? The whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah is tshuva. It's a chefs of tshuva. It's, 20, it's, it's 48 hours. It is tshuva. What are you doing Rosh Hashanah? You're, you're, you're being mam Hashem. You're trying to repair the world of malchus. You, and how do you do so? By verbalizing, by, by, by literally speaking by, by, by articulating clearly who you want to be and who Hashem is in your life and by connecting those articulations with the sound of the shoifer which reconnects it with recently with the world of thought that, that is literally tshuva that's toshaveh you are, you, are you are just physically playing out what tshuva is and again it's all revolving around this idea of kuchuy machim dvarim which is what we say in Shavu Shuva kuchuy machim dvarim that, that, that tshuva means a, a full realignment between the world of speech and the world of thought, halachically speaking, to articulate clearly everything you're thinking mentally in the process of tshuva. Now, why this is the Chiddush of the Nevi'im? Why didn't Torah say this? You have to have Tarshwal Peh to come and be mechadish this. Okay, so, lots to talk about. We'll talk about this position next week. And I hope next week we'll talk about Nigla too, so uh, we'll get there. Okay, shkayach.